and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to Untraditionally Traditional Podcast. I am a millennial homemaker, also known as a woman kicking butt in her career, but not letting that take away from caring for the home and family. Today's episode kicks off a two-part series preparing for the fall, where I'm going to cover steps to transition your home inside and out from summer to fall. I'm starting with the outdoors because hopefully where you are, it's still warm enough that you can knock out some of these projects while it's still pleasant to be outdoors. Summer comes to an end abruptly, and depending on where you live, the cold can come in abruptly as well. There are tasks that we should perform during the changing of seasons to keep our home in its best shape and keep everything functioning properly. So at our house, here is what that looks like. Some of these things we won't do until mid-October when we hit our frost date, but I'm going to talk about them now so that you can hopefully build them into your busy schedules. Okay, starting off with what we can do early. Wash windows and check seals. One of the hardest parts of phasing out of summer, at least for me, is the reduction in daylight. We can help to keep our homes as bright as possible by cleaning our windows inside and out. If you have a power washer, power to you, I am jealous, but here I just get an old-fashioned sponge and bucket of soapy water and then a squeegee to help um, get all that water off and get them nice and clean. Uh, When you're doing this, also go ahead and open up the windows and get an old toothbrush to clean the junk out of the tracks. Over spring and summer, stray leaves and pollen and dirt and dust and all that good stuff get into the track and gunk it up. So if you clean that, it just helps to make them slide smooth and also ensures a proper seal and smooth functionability. Seal gaps and cracks. Go around your home taking note of any gaps and cracks in the siding or anywhere else. If they're small, you can do the repairs yourself. And if it's larger, it's a good idea to call someone in to see what the cause of the crack might be and make sure it's not leading to a bigger issue. In general, it's a good practice to give your home a thorough once over inside and out between each season to catch any issues before they develop into bigger problems. Filling the small cracks with caulk or weather stripping also helps to keep your home more energy efficient and Um, keeps your heating bill lower as well, which for those of us that have uh, cold winters is, is an important thing to consider. All right, number three is to check your outdoor lighting. Since it stays bright so much later in the summer, you may not have noticed that some of your outdoor lights are burnt out. So go ahead and turn on all your exterior lighting and do a once around, replacing any bulbs that are burnt out so that once our days are shorter and getting darker earlier, it'll make sure that you have ample light through those darker months. All right, number four, and this is mainly a note to myself because I'm horrible at this one, remembering to do it, is clean and inspect the HVAC system. Keeping up to date on maintenance for major home equipment is important, and you don't want your HVAC to go out as soon as the temps drop um, 
when you're wanting heat and especially you don't want to be stuck with a big bill right around the holidays. So schedule your checkup and cleaning, your service appointment that should be done annually and keep it functioning properly. Along with this is changing out those filters. You can get the three-month filters, which just need to be done quarterly if your uh, system will take them, or just set a monthly reminder on your calendar that every first first of the month you swap out that filter and um, you know buy them in bulk so that you make sure that you have them. That's half the battle, right? Is oh, uh, yeah, I need to replace that filter and then needing to go to the store and get it and what size do we need again and all of that. So buy in bulk or get those three-month filters so that there's less of that to trip you up. Number five is to perform fall fertilization and aeration of your lawn. Make sure you take the steps in the fall to set your lawn up to be properly fed and prepared to grow beautifully in the spring. Typically, what we've now learned as homeowners is that lawn care has four steps you take throughout the year for major feedings and care. And then you can just keep up with the maintenance, reed, weeding, during the remaining months. So make sure you give it um, whatever feeding your local lawn care place uh, recommends to carry you through winter. On the note of scheduling things and lawn care, if you have an irrigation system, call your service provider and ask to be put on their list for fall blowouts and shut off. This is mainly for cold climates that um, where the temps in the ground get to freezing because you don't want your lines to freeze and crack. So their list gets super busy and you want to make sure that you're able to blow that water out of the lines before our freeze days happen and you have cracking or damage that you won't notice again until springtime when you go to turn them on and you're hoping to have water run to your grass or garden. So help your future self and and do it before your frost date. So those six things can be done at any time, even when it's still warm out through September. But moving into the colder fall period is where you can start to prepare um, the other things for your property for fall and winter. So seven is to clean and store your summer patio furniture. At the end of the season, once Johnson and I think it's too cold to be sitting out anymore, we're not really using our patio set that often, we'll go ahead and take off all the covers from the cushions. We'll put the cushions into the shed for storage. All the covers get washed and then folded and stored as well. And that way when spring rolls around, we have clean covers ready to go. And once the cushions are off all that furniture, we'll also give everything a good brush down and scrub. And then we have outdoor covers that we put on to help protect the furniture from moisture over the winter months. You may be able to get a set that actually is custom fit to fit your set. Or um, I had found some great ones on Amazon that I'll link that come in a variety of sizes that we just ordered and use around our, our various outdoor sofas and table and chairs. Number eight is to trim shrubs, trees, and plants. Before it gets too cold, we will trim back our fruit bushes, shrubs, and trees. Uh, We find that it's easier to trim a tree when it still has leaves on it so you can see its shape and not get too clipper happy uh, where it looks naked come spring. So you want to follow the natural shape of the tree and it's easier to tell what that is when there's still leaves on the tree. So before it drops all its leaves, that's when we'll do any final uh, branch trimming. Also, it's nicer to all of your shrubs and trees and plants if you give them a trim before it's too cold so that you're not shocking them. Along that same theme, once my fall garden succession has come to an end, I'll remove all the um, dead foliage, 
clean that up. I'll add new compost and topsoil into the beds, turn them, get that all mixed, and then I will leave them untouched until spring, which is totally opposite of what I used to do. But I've learned in some garden classes recently that the best thing to do is plant in undisturbed soil in the spring. So you do all your turning and supplementing in the fall, and then you're ready to go in the spring. I'll also dig up my care lily bulbs for winter storage indoors um, as well, which depending on your location, some bulbs can't handle the cold through winter and need to be stored in a dry, cool place throughout the winter. So for us, uh, the only ones that I have that cannot handle that cold is care lily, but you can ask your garden center what types of bulbs may um, they recommend that you dig up and see if you have any of them. 10 is to clean and store summer garden equipment. I like to wipe down all my garden tools, disconnect and coil and store hoses. And then I put uh, spigot covers on our spigots to help avoid freezing. Bring in any outdoor planters that are not freeze safe to avoid cracking and damage. And then uh, we take down and clean and store any summer bird feeders. Um, For us, that's hummingbird feeders. But if you uh, don't feed birds through the winter or um, have some that are not used during the winter, it's great to empty all that out and just uh, make sure that you have it clean and ready to go come spring. Um, And then just take note of anything else you don't want exposed to the elements from November to April. Clean it, bring it inside and store it. Lastly is to make sure you have plenty of leaf bags on hand so that you can keep up with the fall leaves and check your gutters. If you didn't check them in the spring and clean them out, you should clean them before all the fall leaves drop to make sure you have proper drainage. And again, similar to the HVAC air filters, it's a lot easier to do the leaf cleanup if you have the bags to put the leaves into. For us, that's one of the things. If we don't have it, we're like, oh yeah, I need to run to the hardware store and get the bags. Oh yeah, I need to run to the hardware store and get the bags. And we just put it off and put it off. And then we have a ton of wet and gross and decomposing leaves rather than if we just kept up with it, it would be a lot easier. So I hope this is a helpful list. It can sound like a lot, but we're at the beginning of September. And if we start chipping away at these projects, we will be all finished before the weather hits. And we can save ourselves the stress of rapidly trying to finish everything before snow falls. Next week, I'm going to talk about what I can do indoors to get our home uh, changed over from summer to fall and prepare for the winter months. Until next week, I hope you all have a great day and happy holiday Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with. 